BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right, second hour, Clay and Buck starts right now, and we may take some of Joe Biden's remarks here. He called a lid yesterday. The President of the United States figured, oh, it's you know Monday, I'll be done at noon, even though a big war has just broken out between Israel and Hamas. Uh, the Biden regime on foreign policy call it shaky would be an understatement uh disastrous certainly closer to the mark and we've seen what's going on in ukraine you know this isn't even getting much attention but it is now effectively the consensus or maybe just the recognition of reality that all of our efforts in ukraine to support the fight against russia have resulted in this year a total stalemate there's no real trading of of ground it's they're just dug in and we are now in a law a war of attrition both in terms of casualties and materiel uh, and this sort of thing gets attention from people in the national security world who are honest about what's going on because they say well if if we're having to supply munitions to ukraine what does that mean if we have to quickly turn and supply munitions elsewhere do we have that capacity? Do we have the industrial capacity to meet the need of another fight that we could be brought into? Now, it is my uh, fervent hope that the U.S. will be able to stay out of this conflict. Obviously, we support our ally Israel, as we always do, um, but this is their fight, and they are going to take, they are taking this fight to the enemy, um, and I think that the response that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu is going to uh, engage in here, or rather what he's going to order the Israeli forces to do, uh, will hopefully send a lesson and, and get some measure of some measure of justice here uh, in the aftermath of, of this attack. Um, guys, let me know when Biden actually goes on the air, because we want to get to it 
there's something that that you see here though that does it, it all ties in with the third Obama term concept. You have to remember the Obama administration in its second term and many of the senior people of that administration still exist in places like the State Department are still advisors going in and out of these think tanks and remember the currency of think tanks well one it's kind of a holding area for people when their political party is out of power right but it's to influence politicians on Capitol Hill and to put forward policy ideas that will then be acted upon by the executive branch so the Obama administration whether you're talking about on the on the foggy bottom uh, state department side or the think tanks or there was an obsession with getting some kind of a deal with Iran as you know they called it the joint comprehensive plan of action the JCPOA this is the Iran nuclear deal now president trump pulled us out of this with the recognition that it was a bad deal for us it enriched iran dramatically and enriching an enemy state that does not change its behavior and that is the primary sponsor now it is the primary state sponsor of terror in the world uh, that is not in our interest but biden is not some foreign policy grand strategist he's not somebody who has a deep understanding well of anything but certainly of of the middle east he is effectively a continuation of what you had under the obama administration which was anything to get a deal with iran the the obama negotiators on the iran nuclear deal it's like they walked into the car lot and they said to the guy trying to sell the car i'm not leaving here without buying a vehicle i don't even know what the price is I don't know what car it is, but I'm not leaving without a vehicle, right? If you're trying to sell cars, that's the customer you want. Oh, really? You're, you're definitely buying a car? You don't care? That was their approach. They showed up with the winning hand and managed to fold and fold and keep losing more and more chips in the middle of the table. And it's because they are deeply ideologically uh, committed to not just... Really what it is is they, they think that um, Iran is our fault. The left believes that the problems in Iran are still our fault. They go back to the Shah. They talk about the coup, and there's all this stuff. Um, they believe that there is some uh, racism that is at the heart of U.S. U.S. treatment of the Iranian regime. Somehow that doesn't extend. You know, there's all these other countries in the Middle East, and we have a great relationship with the Jordanians, for example. But you know, there's racism toward Iran um, because they have. Very simplistic, but mechanistic thinking about these issues. It's true of all Marxists and, and all uh, totalitarians, whether soft totalitarians like we have in this country or the full-scale you know, Stalinists of the Soviet Union, is they think in mechanistic, machine-like terms. You know, This is what I'm supposed to say. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. Uh, nuance, they hate that. Moral clarity... They hate that even more. And that's what you see here with regard to the uh, Biden administration and how it, it handles I- Iran. There, There isn't a moral clarity that this is an enemy regime. They think there's they're just one handout away, one handout away from the mullahs all of a sudden, you know, watching MTV, wearing T-shirts and... uh 
Jeffersonian democracy breaks out or something. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but also, is MTV around? I don't know. I forget. Um, I'm exaggerating, but you get the point. They've been saying this for a long time. We, we, we can work with them. I mean, you look at, this is true more broadly of the foreign policy intelligentsia. Some of the biggest issues, many of the biggest issues of the last, I'd certainly say, 30 years, China, it'll get richer and more democratic and more liberal. That was a consensus opinion. Wrong. The Middle East, if we just encourage one democracy here or there, there'll be a flowering of democracy everywhere, and it'll be peaceful. All of a sudden, you know, it'll be like uh, we're dealing with uh, Belgium or something over there. Wrong. Afghanistan, hey, it hasn't worked for, I don't know, 2,000 years, but this time around we're going to create a functional, self-sustaining Afghan state. Wrong. And with Iran, if we just are a little nicer to the mullahs, post-1979, if we just bend a little more, give them a little more, they'll eventually stop being so heinous and awful and wanting to kill us. By the way, probably thinking about the parallel that comes to mind between the Israelis and Hamas and Gaza and the Palestinians therein. They made this concession. They gave, they gave Gaza over. They said, all right. Palestinians are in charge. Palestinians elected Hamas. Now, I'm sure people would talk about how there's a degree of duress there. I mean, would you would you want to show up to a Hamas-run election in Gaza and say, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to vote for you guys. Um, but nonetheless, I do think there's substantial support uh, for Hamas inside of Gaza because, as I said, it, it is a it is running a death cult. Very similar to what you have with ISIS. Uh, very similar to what you've had with both Al-Qaeda and Al-Qaeda in Iraq, which were different entities, even though it's similar name. Um, this is something that now, when we step back and look at more broadly, you can see the threads. You can see the connective tissue uh, between these Biden and Obama policies, which are really the same thing, the appeasement of Iran and the overall trajectory of Mideast instability. In fact, one of the, not it's not thought of very much anymore, but it was true at the time. If you had looked at the Obama administration, remember, keep thinking, Biden is the third term of Obama, and then everything makes sense. What we are witnessing now, as we know, is Obama's third term. Obama's just not the president, but it's the same apparatus, the same policies, the same biases, inclinations, ideology but if you went back and you looked at the obama administration in its first term and then you looked at the end of it all and you thought to yourself every conflict area you look at this every area that was unstable destabilized got worse basically over the course of obama's time in office in fact it was an obama administration decision to surge and simultaneously announced departure from Afghanistan. You remember that? Put over, uh, I think it was over a 100,000 troops in country, sent our brave Marines down to Helmand and Kandahar. And it was because Afghanistan was the good war and Iraq was the bad war. You all remember that. And then there was the Libya disaster, Hillary Clinton's fingerprints all over that. Mm. Um, you look at every country, 
every major conflict zone, and they made it worse. And you looked at Iranian behavior, and Iranian behavior became increasingly brazen and aggressive. So it was just a massive legacy of failure. And now I know Biden is going to be uh, addressing the nation soon about what's going on in Israel. It will be some boilerplate. There's no question um, about how we stand with our ally Israel, which is true. I mean, that's that's a that's a fundamental reality still in American politics, which is a good thing. But are you going to hear anything from Joe Biden about a vision? Are you going to hear Joe Biden condemn members of his own party who either ally themselves with or soft pedal or just try in some way to rationalize what has gone on here? No, of course not. There is within the Democrat Party a a clear lane that exists for, I guess you call them, you know, Iranophiles, people who are obsessed with appeasing Iran as a means of trying to make it a country that is normal. You know, there's so many countries. You have to sometimes remind yourself of this. So many countries all over the world that no one worries about. We get along with fine. Everything's cool. No problems. Iran doesn't have to be a sadistic, jihadist, um, oppressive autocracy. It doesn't have to be that, but it is. It's really a, both a, it's run by clerics and it's a kleptocracy, right? It's uh, the religious class and they just steal the wealth of the state, use it for their own ends, fund these terrorist groups all throughout the region. Um, that's one part of this that I think is is uh, a long-term loss for sure, is the ramifications for greater normalization between Israel and other states in the region. There'll just be pressure on this uh, because of what has happened here. But to think that Biden and the people around him have any good ideas about this would be to ignore their resumes, their decision-making, and 40 years of Biden blunders on the world stage, going back to when he was a senator. I believe it was said of Biden by uh, Gates, the former Secretary of Defense, that over the course of Biden's 40-some-odd years in the Senate, he was the most reliably wrong on foreign policy individual of anybody, period. So in some ways, you may have the dumbest foreign policy mind who's been in the game at a high level in Joe Biden as commander-in-chief right now at this point in time. So then you get to, is it better if people, if those uh, former Obama advisors are the ones making the decisions? Is that a more comfortable situation? Or would you want Joe Biden to be the one who's trying to craft U.S. policy in the Middle East right now? Their appeasement has not worked. In fact, it is worse than that. Their appeasement has emboldened enemies like Iran. And we have not, uh, we have not yet seen, I think, the worst of it. Um, I do believe that there is more coming. I hope I am wrong on this, but that attack, given its, uh, its depravity, the planning, the players involved in this plot, Hezbollah, Iran, Hamas, other militant groups in the region, uh, I think this is the part of a longer phase, a longer plan here. We'll, we'll see if Joe Biden uh, ends up saying anything worthwhile. We'll join some of that here 
uh, in progress as we go. And like I said, we'll also turn our, our um, minds to politics and RFK as a third-party candidate, some early indicators for what's going to be a very interesting contest in the uh, Arizona Senate race. Carrie Lake is running. Ruben Gallego is running. Kristen Cinema. So that's a discussion we want to have. Probably want to hear from some of you Arizonans on that one. Talk to anyone who's had their online identity stolen by a cyber hacker, and they'll tell you what a mess it can be. Your life comes to a stop while you try to evaluate everything that got stolen and how much of your information was compromised. You want to know how it happened, who did it, and how to make it stop. This is why you want to have LifeLock, a leader in identity theft protection. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Most often, these cyber hackers are overseas and nearly impossible to track down. LifeLock systems monitor the web, looking for evidence that your info is in the wrong hands. They're quick to get in touch with you when they spot it, and if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. And that's so crucial to have. It's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save 25% off your first year with my name, Buck, as your promo code. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to LifeLock.com. Use promo code Buck for 25% off. Inspiring you to seek out the truth. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. 
That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Welcome back, team. Uh, 800-282-2882 on the phone line. Looks like Biden has pushed back his live address to the nation where he's going to talk about the Israeli-Hamas war, Israel-Hamas war that is underway right now. Uh, I had mentioned to you, and this has gotten a lot of attention, this 31 groups that are Harvard groups that have signed a statement of solidarity with the Palestinians. Um, and as as I sit here, I, I could do three hours effectively of this radio show just on the describing the incidents of of butchery, barbarism, and savagery of these Hamas attackers. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to take us into the, the depths of despair. I want you to be aware of what happened, but I don't want us to... You know, go too deep into that, into that hell. Um, it's not good for your brain, not good for your psychology. But this, these groups, I mean, I'm seeing the groups that at Harvard have signed after what we've seen, and they're all aware, I'm sure, because it's all over the internet of what's gone on here. Uh, you have Harvard graduate students for Palestine, Harvard Islamic Society, Harvard Law School Justice for Palestine. Harvard Kennedy School Bangladesh Caucus, Harvard Kennedy School Muslim Caucus. Uh, it goes on, and I'm trying to see what else, what else is on this one. Harvard Undergraduate Nepali Students Association, Harvard College Pakistan Students Association. Interesting that there are all these Muslim groups that on this issue at this time express solidarity on campus with the Palestinian Hamas terrorists. Um, they think they're being anti-colonial, but what they're really doing, and, that, and that's a, a part of this, they also think they're being anti-racist because they always think of Israel as white and Palestinians as all um, brown. It's actually not even accurate, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, they are siding with barbarism over civilization at Harvard. And Harvard should be ashamed, and many other universities um, that have this going on should be ashamed as well. Can you learn to harness the power of artificial intelligence to make money in the markets? According to Tika Tawari, a trusted crypto expert, it's now possible. There's a new type of artificial intelligence that could help you make 25 times your money in the market in 60 days or less. Tika Tawari worked with a college professor to adapt the same type of AI that's used in the world's best-selling electric vehicle and his team was able to develop his first-ever AI-powered crypto trading system. They're calling it Conan, an acronym for this technology and its use, and they've filed a provisional patent application in regard to this technology. Tika is ready to give you all the details in a special online briefing tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Simply go to Conan2023.com to sign up for this free event. 60 days from now, you could see a major difference in your financial life. The website for this event is Conan, C-O-N-A-N, 2023.com, paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Well, it looks like it's tough to wake Biden up from nap time because, once again, they have moved back this address to the nation uh, about the Hamas terror attack on, on Israel, uh, which I should note, there are um, uh, some who are saying, I'm trying to find the specific Israeli uh, source, but saying that this is their 9-11. Uh, so clearly a massive shock to the uh, the state of, of Israel. And as we've been talking, we'll continue to talk about it more in the third hour. 
Um, I did want to speak a little bit about uh, politics, though, for a moment, you know, here at home, because I, I think this is fascinating. Because I remember, and those of you who listen to the show daily, we love you for listening, if you can listen daily, or once a week, whenever you can listen, but daily's best. Daily three hours, that's the preferred. That's the uh, the recommended dosage of Clay and Buck is daily for three hours. But, you know, an hour is okay, we'll take that. Won't get quite the same effect as the full three hours, but... Uh, You'll recall I was the skeptical one about RFK Jr., right? I've, I've been skeptical about RFK Jr. from the beginning. Um, I He's a Democrat, and I have this, when you're talking about Democrat politicians, I have this very straightforward principle that I apply, which is can't trust them. Can't trust them. And they can be right on some things, as RFK Jr. is correct on coronavirus response. Um, interesting to see what he thinks about all vaccines and everything else. That's that's a, another layer of the debate, another layer of the discussion. But he's right that Fauci was a horrible tyrant and a bureaucratic nightmare for the country. And he has said some interesting things on the border. Well, now that he's launching his third-party candidacy, it is fascinating to watch People on both sides, Democrat and Republican, argue over who he is going to take more votes from. The chance that RFK Jr. is going to be president of the United States is, I can't say zero, but I would put it at less than one percent, right? It would, it would be the craziest thing. RFK Jr. winning the presidency as a third party candidate would be orders of magnitude bigger shock than Donald Trump defeating Hillary Clinton in 2016. And I walked around for a few days after that, like we had been hit by an asteroid, but you know, in a good way, right. Or just some, some crazy event had, had happened. Uh, you know, we had discovered intelligent life on a foreign planet. It turns out they were really cool and just wanted to hang out with us. Um, it was an, it was an amazing time right after Trump's election in, in 2016 and walking around New York city, it felt like, Everybody who had voted against Trump was in such a state of shock. But it would be a bigger shock than that if RFK Jr. won. That I am comfortable saying. It would be the, the craziest election situation, I don't know, maybe maybe in the history of the country. So unlikely he's going to win is the point. So then it turns into why is he running? Well, I think he's running for uh, reasons of, I will say, reasons of ego, sure, now that's not really a put down. It's not a put down. All politicians, uh, run out of some degree of the belief that their voice and their judgment and what they bring to the table is special and unique and important enough that they should be given power instead of other people, that the people should vote for them and that they should be the ones that move forward on this. But in RFK Jr.'s case, I think it's also partially, um, getting his voice into the mix here on issues like health, issues like corporatism, fine. But what's the political reality of his running? What is that really going to do? I bring you to the Washington Post reporting here. Attorney Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s pivot Monday to an independent run for president met immediate resistance from Republican leaders who have concluded that his new effort threatens to cannibalize their vote share next year helping to reelect President Biden. I I thought this all along, and this is why even early on I kept telling everybody, 
I like him on a few issues, but ultimately he's a Democrat. And the people who were really excited about him were Republicans. There was a brief moment in time where they showed some polling that the Democrats, 20% of Democrats, something like that, liked RFK Jr. Yeah, but unless he's the Democrat nominee, you got to remember, the Democrats are, you know, they they move in, in lockstep together. They are hive mind. You know, there is, what is it? Are there any Star Trek nerds? I know there are some in the audience. I'm a, I'm a dilettante when it comes to Star Trek. I know a little bit, not a lot. You know, there's the Borg, right? The cyborgs that are all connected and, and they can kind of all, you know, think and move as one. That, that's the Democrats. It's like a machine mind. Like I said, the mechanistic, uh, approach, the machine approach to politics and, and to thinking. So if Joe Biden is their candidate, they're all going to line up behind Joe Biden. There's not, there's not going to be 20% of Democrats writing in for RFK Jr. I also think that we have to be, we have to be honest and, and look at the ways that there can be political manipulation that goes on here. Some people don't like hearing this, but there were in 2022 in some primaries candidates who were uh, very, you know, very much on the right and somewhat identified with the America First movement who were given money or who got campaign money or you know, donations from Democrats because they thought they would be easier to beat. The Democrats thought they would be easier to beat. And so, sure enough, that was a successful strategy, you know. Um Think about the way this could play out now with RFK Jr. Republicans gave him all of this attention and media and allowed him to build a national political profile very quickly. With very, it wasn't the Democrats. I mean, sorry, Rogan's. Um, RFK Jr.'s rise was built on Joe Rogan show, show, uh, talk radio, no question. Fox News, that's where he got most of his exposure because he was willing to say things specifically about COVID and about Biden that we wanted to hear on the right. Well, if you look at the uh, RNC now, they've put out a statement about Kennedy that says he is, quote, just another radical far-left Democrat. Make no mistake, a Democrat in independence clothing is still a Democrat. RFK Jr. cannot hide from his record of endorsing Hillary supporting the Green New Deal, fighting against the Keystone Pipeline, and praising AOC's tax hikes. He is your typical elitist liberal, and voters won't be fooled. That's from RNC Chairman Ronna McDaniel. Now, put aside whatever you think of the RNC and and uh, Chairman McDaniel. Uh, this is, I think, where we all have to take a... We all have to be on, on team reality here for a second and recognize this is going to be a very close election in a handful of states where the the slightest movement of the needle could determine that state and could could be a major part of determining the presidential election and i do not see a world where in those states more democrats are going to decide to peel off from biden and vote for rfk junior than republicans so this is now an additional challenge and and I, I will say, I am something of a lone voice here on the right when I talk about how, one, Biden's going to be the nominee. Everyone, uh, it's October 10th. 
So remember the great plan with Newsom or uh, with uh, Michelle Obama or, you know, whatever. Remember we heard about all these plans. It's October 10th. Unless they do something in, they got, they got less than, what, 60 days to pull this whole thing off? You hearing a lot about it these days? I'm not. I've been saying that Joe Biden's going to be the nominee because I think, and I could be wrong, in which case I'm going to be buying Clay a very expensive steak and I'll be eating humble pie. I won't be eating steak. I'll be eating humble pie here on the show. Uh, but I understand that the Democrats view the election as machine based more than candidate based. The system is what people vote for in the Democrat Party, right? The system. It's like you're not it's not you you're not casting your vote for one player on the team. You're just, you know, you're a Yankees person or you're a Marlins person or uh you know, I don't know, I can't uh, Dodgers. I'm trying to think of sports teams. This is where I really, really need clay. Um but point here being uh Joe Biden, I think, is going to end up being the nominee. And I also think that he, because of the Democrat apparatus, is going to be for likely Trump, please, all the DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, et cetera, uh, voters. I'm not counting out anybody. I don't think anybody can predict the future. Um, but assuming it is Trump, it's going to be a challenge because of all of the things that the Democrats have as an advantage, which, I, and this is kind of like, the most basic of all, but the media. We still have a media and a social media uh, world that is completely dominated by the left and by Democrats. What do you think that's worth? People always say to me, oh, Buck, it's impossible. They can't get that amount of votes or they can't do this. I I sit there, I say, like almost 90% of New York City votes Democrat. I think it's 80-something. It's a city of 8 million people. The whole city is basically Democrat, except for Staten Island. Thank you, Staten Island. But... You know, you sit there, you say, how is this possible? It is possible. And one of the reasons is because they have such a massive propaganda apparatus advantage. These Democrats have uh, media that is just constantly on their side pushing for their ideas. I mean, think about what that's worth in terms of how it affects, uh, especially a, a national election. So, yeah, is Joe Biden a weak candidate? Is it absurd? Is he too old? Do I think this whole thing looks horrible for the country? Yeah, all of that is true. It's going to be a dogfight election. And RFK Jr. may end up being the difference maker. And I don't know what we do about that. I don't have an answer for you. I'm think, I'm trying to think of how we counter this. Obviously, just we need more Trump votes, right? We need, we need more, we need more Republicans to come out and not to be swayed to go third party with RFK Jr. because he's good on really one thing, okay? He's good on one thing. And there are a lot of Republicans who are good on that one thing, so it's not like it's that unique. Um, we're going to have to figure out what the real numbers look like here and, and how to make sure that this doesn't turn into a situation. Can, I mean, can you imagine? And I don't want to make you really depressed about politics, too, but can you imagine it's uh, the day after election 2024 and... You know, because RFK Jr. gets one or two percent of the vote, Joe Biden gets four more years. This is what we want to avoid, folks. This is what we want to avoid. So we need to start thinking about this critically and seriously now and how this can be countered on the ground, get out the vote efforts, messaging, all of it. Start earning high yields in a low yield market by investing in Phoenix Capital Group's corporate bonds. 
Choose your investment amount, term limit, and earn returns from 9 to 13% annual interest with Phoenix Capital's domestic energy asset bonds. Starting at $5,000, you can earn 9% annual interest with a three-year term Reg A-plus offering paid monthly. These bonds have been qualified with the SEC and are also independently audited. Phoenix Capital buys energy royalties previously reserved for institutional investors, now accessible to you, the savvy investor. Phoenix Capital Group is disrupting the traditional energy industry through their proprietary offerings, yielding up to 13% annual interest. Learn more by downloading the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. For a private investor meeting, that's phxonair.com. You can get an appointment with Matt Wheeler, Managing Director of Capital Markets. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Visit phxonair.com today for more information. You don't know what you don't know, right? But you could on the Sunday Hang with Clay. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. So I was thinking about RFK Jr.'s third-party run. Just mark my words. If he stays, if he stays in this and he's serious, he's uh, he could be he could be a difference maker. Certainly in a state or two. Um, 
we'll see what kind of support he gets as time goes on. I'm telling you, Democrats, they march in lockstep. It's Republicans. It's Republicans who get cute. It's conservatives who go, you know, I'm going to vote for the libertarian or, you know, I'm going to like, don't do it. Don't do it. Unless you want Biden for four more years or whomever for those who people are still like, fuck, you don't understand. It's not going to be Biden. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many out there want to make a stake bet with me at this point about my, it's going to be, remember, I always said, unless if Biden has, you know, a health issue where, and then Kamala ascends, that's still the Biden Harris ticket. That could happen. But some grand scheme to like replace Biden at the, no, I don't see it. And I haven't seen it all along. Uh, John in, oh wait, no, sorry. Wait, before we get to that, I, RFK Jr. Sorry, John, give me a second. RFK Jr., here he is talking about why he's running and what the point is. Play it. Let me just say one quick thing. There's a poll that recently came out that showed that in 2013, 85% of American kids between 18 and 35 said they were proud of the United States of America. The same poll taken three weeks ago said that only 17% are. So we are, this politics of vitriol is just, you know, we have completely betrayed that generation of American kids. We need to give give them something to hope for. Right. Not telling them vote for Biden because, you know, we're scared. Rather vote for somebody whose vision that you believe in that gives you hope for our country. I like his general patriotism. And and I want to be clear. I don't have anything um against RFK. I don't know the guy. Uh I, I think that he I like him on some issues like COVID. Um I think he's earnest in his desire to uh do good things for the country. I think he's well intentioned. I just also think he's a Democrat and so on a lot of issues I'm gonna disagree with him. And that's been that's been my consideration on this all along. Um let's go with John in Clearwater, Florida. John, what's going on? Hey, uh, Buck, uh, this is the second time I'm calling. Uh, first time I got through, thank goodness. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I was just curious. I'm befuddled and I'm scratching my head in regards to the Israeli situation. Sure. Uh, with you being a military historian like me and uh, working for the CIA, but uh, when they, uh, you see the video when the Hamas was, uh, running to the border, okay, with the watchtowers. And, yeah. you know, you saw the motorcycles, the front end loader. I mean, didn't anybody, unless there was nobody in the watchtowers, because maybe they were taken off for the holiday. But, uh, I mean, you have communications. Cause are, are you wondering why there wasn't a more rapid response, why there was no quick reaction air force, support. basically? Where, is the air, where was the air support, like some uh, IDF Apaches? And if they're too far away because they only go like 250 miles an hour, you could have sent a couple F-16s that would have yeah. got there in minutes. And John, thank you, thank you for calling in. I mean, look, the the both the um, lack of warning from the intelligence side on this, and also the lack of response is uh, is, is a, a huge deficiency in uh, the in what happened here from the IDF perspective and the security perspective. I mean, that's. There's going to be a lot of study of this. People are going to break this down for a long time to come. But the way the the uh, uh, that Hamas and these Palestinians set this up, it was meant to evade all these protections in place. And remember, 
they pulled this off at a time when they were presenting themselves as not wanting to fight with Israel. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. 